Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Every once in a while, we have to postpone a game. Usually a player has a prior commitment or is having trouble with the internet connection or, or something like that. In any case, we try to fill those voids with what we call one-shots or short games. Tyler Hudak has graciously offered to pull one of those from his shelf and run it for us. This will be a Delta Green scenario entitled Recovery Mission DG4523. It was written by Tyler and he will be the GM. This is episode one and it may go for a second episode depending on how we play it. All right, GM is ready, the players are ready. Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Tyler? Excellent. So why don't we, just so we all know who everybody is, uh, we'll go through, uh, introduce your character, uh, maybe like one or two sentences uh, about who they are, and how you get notified uh, that you're going to a night at the opera. Uh, Tom, we'll start with you. Well, my name, at least my my code name, is Ty Pierce. Uh, I uh, My speciality is I read people very well. I'm very good at persuading people. Um, I was simply at home and the phone rang and I got a phone call that said, uh, uh, Mr. Pierce, you have, uh, you have a, a night at the opera this evening. Uh, uh, basically the usual way. And, uh, I, I said the proper code in response and they gave me the time and place and that's, that's all I needed. So Excellent. That's <laughs> uh, Corey, we'll go to you next. Okay, uh, my like my code name is Deep Blue. Uh, he is basically a uh, looks to be a computer engineer. Uh, does wear and nefarious for uh, different companies. He's a freelancer. Uh, how he gets his uh, invitation is it actually comes via like a encrypted message. Usually, it'll just say a few words, and that's basically how he he gets his uh, how he gets notified. And he's great, great. perfect. Uh, then we'll go to Jeff. Hey guys, my name, my agent's name, my code name is going to be Agent Hammer. Um, I tend to take the rule about not revealing too much information very seriously, so the rest of you will kind of learn about me as we go on a need-to-know basis. Um, but you can tell by looking at me, I'm a little bit small, but I'm very fit, athletic, um, kind of a don't-mess-around. Clearly, I've got a look of either police or military background, and I figure I was on my day job, and all of a sudden I got a uh, text, and it had the... Um, it's from Johnny's Pizza, but it had a green, delta green symbol in it. And as soon as I saw that, I went to my superiors and I requested a week off. And I'm just waiting for further information. Great. Perfect. Uh, Joshua. A Brock Sampson, all-American badass. I'm sitting there driving my 1970 Barracuda down the road, 95 miles an hour completely irresponsibly, listen to my favorite AM station, 
and then all of a sudden Moby Dick comes on the radio, and I know it's fucking go time. So I call up the radio station, say John Bottom's a badass, and then he gives me the details. I'm on my way. Lock and load. Excellent. Oh, um, Ken, let's see if uh, for you. I don't know if you can top that, but. Uh, I, th- I think I'm an opposite. Uh, my my code name is John D. Uh, I'm quite clearly I'm not a physical guy. Uh, the only thing I'm locking and loading is my history books in my satchel, you know. Uh, so I'm a, an expert in anthropology, and history, and languages, and uh, and have had some experiences of the things that we should not. Uh, we are not, man is not meant to know, as the phrase goes. Um, so yeah, I'm looking for some of these badass guys to keep an eye on me to make sure I don't get slaughtered. And we've all had some of those experiences. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, Kurt, hey everybody, I'm playing Agent Olive. Uh, Olive is a FBI special agent and uh, is a specialist in criminal science and forensics. And how does uh, Olive get notified that she has a uh, night she at gets, the opera? She gets notified by a, uh, an encrypted text with a night at the opera message with an address. Awesome. Well, Tyler, sorry, I forgot to say that as well. So okay. uh, I got a, a little package through the letterbox with my code word, which is the stars are right tonight for the opera with the ticket. That's how I got here. Awesome. Okay, letterbox? Uh, and cats. Then, uh, last but not least, uh, Vasil. Hi, everyone. Uh, my player's name is uh, <coughs> Jason Morgan. His code name is Jeffer. He's a state uh, police officer, a member of a SWAT team. Uh, how he's getting information about the current opera mission? Uh, he's getting notification from the hospitals that he's owned. Aunt is in trouble and uh, she needs to visit him. So he gets a week's vacation and get him to the veterinary shelter for his dog to live it in it. And with the uh, bills for the dog, get all the documents about the mission. Or maybe just uh, read where he must go. Okay. Excellent. So you all get your notification uh, that you have a night at the opera. And it is asking you to meet in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania at a, uh, give you an address and you're easily able to look up the address uh, that it is a, an old uh, video store. Uh, and the instructions tell you that when you go to the video store, you ask to see Pinocchio and then you will receive further instructions. And you're supposed to meet there by 6 p.m. or 8 a.m., <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> by 6 p.m. tonight. And we'll say that you're all close enough that you're able to uh, get there without an issue. Uh, does anybody want, uh, is anybody gonna do anything specific or uh, before you go? It's difficult to know what the mission calls for. I imagine we'll have a few moments to prepare afterwards. Um, I just go and I'm going in uh, street clothes Okay. Which for me is a suit and tie. <laughs> I get my go bag together, you know, um, 
and uh, before I get there, I drop it off someplace uh, where I think it will be safe in case I've got to backtrack to pick my shit up. Like things go south. Like I'm going in there locked and loaded, but just in case I lose everything somehow, I can get back to this point, re-rally and uh, mount a defense. I'll do okay. something similar to that. I'll have a go bag. Uh, I'll just throw it in the back of my trunk. Um, Tyler, did you did you give us a time period? I think you. It's modern day. Um, yeah. 2014. Is it? Uh, That's right. 2014. 2014. Yeah. Likewise, keep a a go bag in the trunk of a rental. Okay. <clears throat> yes. Go back to and the rental car. So, I imagine we all kind of arrive around the same time. Yeah, and, and sorry, did we agree that we've all worked together before? That is totally yeah. up to you. You were all, I believe, you all said that you were a part of Cell uh, X. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, as uh, as each of you arrive at the video store, it's a uh, an old video store. It looks like it was a blockbuster that had been converted into some mom and pop shop. They, they, they bought it when Blockbuster was selling all of their video stores. Uh, you go in there and there's a uh, man probably in his early 20s behind the counter. And you go in and you, you give your code phrase, say that you want to be, uh, that you're there to see uh, Pinocchio. And you know, for each of you, he says, oh, okay. And he just kind of points you to a back room. Uh, you go into the back room, and as each of you arrive, you walk into the room and you see this very large TV set, uh, like one of the old, uh, like 80s or 90s CRT ones that weigh probably about 200 pounds, uh, connected to a VCR. Uh, there, on a table in front, there are seven seats around, uh, in the room for you all to sit down. Uh, there is uh, a small table in front, uh, in front of the TV with a large manila envelope and a VHS tape that says, play me. Oh, wow. It's, I'm not surprised to see some of you, but all of you? This, this must be an important mission. Uh, is everybody here, I guess? Let's, uh, let's hope this mission doesn't involve any of those uh, scrotoranias. You know what I'm talking about, right? Scrotoranius, the the memory wiping scrotum spiders. You don't remember. Don't oh well, know. never mind. Um, We're going to hit player. We're going to sit here stuck in each other's dicks all day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play the damn tape. All right. So you put you put the tape into the VCR and you press play. Greetings, agents. You have been selected for a night at the opera. A few days ago, an occult artifact dealer operating out of a store named Timeless Treasures was taken down by another Delta Green cell. Analysis of the data has found that a number of shipments were sent prior to the raid. One shipment is going to a P.O. box in a city near you. Your task is to retrieve this artifact through any means necessary. The artifact is a Russian icon. This is a polished piece of wood, measuring approximately 9 inches by 1 foot, with a picture on it. It is unknown what the picture is of. 
History surrounding the icon states it can be used to contact the spirit of Rasputin, the famed Russian mystic. It is unknown if these claims are legitimate. The postal recipient of the icon is John Smith, P.O. Box 483 in Half Moon, New York. Payment for the artifact was made through an anonymous online payment system that is untraceable. On the table in front of you are United States Postal Inspector Identification Badges. As always you should maintain a low profile. Delta Green will not provide any assistance if you are caught, or draw unwanted, attention to yourself. A green box is located 20 miles west of Half Moon, at 42 degrees, 49 minutes, 38.2 seconds north, 74 degrees, 17 minutes, 8.6 seconds west, if you require supplies. Deposit the artifact here once it has been obtained. 2, 3, 7, 6. Good luck. The, uh, as soon as the tape ends, uh, you see a puff of smoke come out from the VCR uh, and just static on the screen. That's why I switched to Blu-ray. <laughs> Indeed. I, I basically said I, I have it all written down. Um, I basically have it kind of on my little GS. Uh, well, let's, let's discuss it for a moment because a little bit of it seemed garbled. It was hard to understand. We are going to go to Half Moon, New York, to P.O. Box 483 and pick up a package, an artifact, uh, a Russian icon. A piece of wood, foot. nine inch by one foot. Yeah. Let's um, talk to Rasputin. And we're supposed to, yeah, supposedly can summon Rasputin. We're going to transport it then. Are we supposed to take it to the green box? Is that what you understood from what we heard? The one that's, that's 20 miles? Yeah, I thought so. All right. That, that sounds right. So I think we know what we need to do. How do we get there? Sounds simple. Where in Pennsylvania? I don't know how far that is. Yeah, from where you're at, uh, Half Moon, New York, is about five, a five-hour drive. Road trip. Let's take a few cars and just Should we just fly? Down. You could. You could fly into where Half Moon is located at. Uh, you could fly into either Newark or New York City uh, and then drive up. It would probably be about a two, uh, given traffic, about a two-hour drive from there. Getting a flight oh. and all that, going through customs, we might as well just drive. You can also yeah, take yeah. Uh, Amtrak. But going on public transportation yeah. obviously means that you're going to be I pull up the Desert Eagle. I'm like, they don't let this shit on Amtrak. That would, yeah. that would be... Uh, that would be probably take even longer. So why don't we just drive? Yeah. Carpool? I... Well, Maybe. I'll be taking my car. Any of you Sally asses are welcome to come with me. <laughs> you know what? Together, I got five minutes. <laughs> I get into your car. You're all right. Sam, Brave man. Sam, Sam, you know what? Oh. If you want to, I'll I'll get a ride with you. Which one of us? I said I'll get oh, a ride. Oh, you're talking to talking to me. Oh. Fucking hey! All right. 
You guys enjoy no. yourselves. I will no, drop no, 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 no. If you want to be in the safe car. <laughs> I'll be in the car without truck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we can now test the theory that driving recklessly or driving safe, that you actually only save about five minutes. <laughs> so are you uh, all are you going yeah, to half moon or were you going to the green box first well I, you I guys are the that. thinkers where are we meeting guys uh we were trying to actually is the green box on the way it is actually kind of on the way all right where let's go to the go stop by the green box first and then then head over Okay. Were we under the impression there was something in the green box we're supposed to retrieve before going to the PO box? Or all it said was uh, that this is where the green box is. If you want to go there for supplies, uh, but to deposit the artifact in the green box after uh, after you have obtained it. Well, we're supposed to be postal workers, and I don't actually know the answer to this. Would a postal officer carry a gun? Naturally, um, I guess that's kind of a GM question. Something that our characters would probably know the answer to. Well, if you give the GM a second, you will look. <laughs> I don't think the postal office has had a lot of uh, good press when it comes to guns. Well, we're talking about though a postal inspector. I don't know. Well, it depends on what kind. If we're if the Close. We're going to New York. <laughs> well, anybody in New York would probably. Well, there's no guns in New York, really. Uh, tough gun yeah. laws. <laughs> the postal. Yeah. Where where I'm going with this is, we might just go there and see what the situation is before we arm ourselves with stuff. We're supposed to not look, not stand out in the crowd. Well, well I don't necessarily have to go in. I can just. Climb one of the buildings next door. Give you guys some cover. Like a speaking team and a true team. What's the? I was just gonna say I love it that Brock's uh, such a badass, but he's uh, swigging that Corona. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we know exactly the name of this place, or that we're going like the postal off, or where we're going? To be going get the green box. No, there's probably nope. just one. You you just know the um, uh, that it was the PO box uh, in uh, Half Moon, uh, and that it was the uh, the package was addressed to John Smith, which uh, I'm not even going to make anybody roll. You automatically assume that that's an alias. Seems but that is all you know. And uh, yes, uh, postal inspe uh, U.S. Uh, postal inspector agents would carry guns. They are licensed to carry weapons. Okay. So we dress yeah, up like uh, postal inspectors. Um, you, while you're all in there, it did mention uh, uh, that there were badges. You look in the Manila envelope right. that was on the table, and there are seven U.S. postal inspector badges that look I'm quite real. I'm pretty much already dressed for the occasion, but I think Brock's going to have a little bit of trouble blending in as, as an inspector. 
Don't worry. You can buy me a suit. I clean up nice. Well, Brock, we can, on our way, we could probably go grab some, you know. So are we going to have full clothing? Have three people in one car, four people in the other? Maybe we take three cars. Okay, that's not a bad idea. Um, so Brock's got one car. I've got one car. Who else? You get one car. All right. Car. So anybody want to ride with me, or am I just too damn boring? Oh, so yeah. Stephanie got four on the other, right? It was Brock. Brock. Blue. Um, blue. Jason. Okay, just three in that car. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right, so two and two and Ty and trying to trying to match up all the code names. I'll ride with Hammer. Okay. Cool. We get, do, I can drive as well. All right. Okay. Well, let's all just get there. So we're heading to the green box. We've got the coordinates. Yeah. I. All right. Well, I think our car has most of the badass in the room. So do you want us to kind of show up first and kind of check it out? Five minutes. And then give you, <laughs> give you like a heads up or... Just just get there and wait for us. Um, All right. What, uh, what time of day is it, Tyler? Okay, I'm back. I'm sorry. What time of day is it? We met at uh, 6 p.m., right? Right. That's right, 6 p.m. It's, it's early evening. So if we leave now, we should be able to get there uh, before midnight. Shall we Correct. do that? Well, the post office, is it going to be a 24-hour open? I don't know how post office No, we, 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 we can get there and we can get our headquarters established and uh, we get what we need from the green box and secure a hotel in, uh, in uh, uh, Half Moon and then you know start first thing in the morning. I think we should visit some kind of market to get a better suit because my clothes is mostly for. <coughs> we can do that on the way out. It's only six o'clock. I'm sure that uh, yeah. um, Bergstrom's or something is. I don't know what the name of the store is. Yeah, some, some store just to get a regular clothes. All right. So can we say then that on the way there, we get whatever we need clothes, disguises, and uh, we head towards the green box, which you tell us we'll probably get there in four hours, maybe. Uh, more like five. Um, All right. So with with you stopping on the way, yeah, you're able to stop at, you know, there are loads of stores between where you are to where you're going. So it's not a problem to stop and you know get the appropriate clothing that you want or, or any other mundane supplies. Uh, you get to um, the the green box or the coordinates for the green box, and actually, you don't actually get to the coordinates for the green box because after you leave uh, Pennsylvania and you start heading into New York, you're in very much you start getting into a very much a wooded area. Uh, this is very close to the uh, Catskill Mountains in New York, and so it's just all forest and woods. And the, you get to get onto this back road. Uh, no lights anywhere. Uh, by the time you get there, it's 10:30. Uh, about we'll say it, it, you 
you know, made pretty good time. Uh, you get there about 10.30, and you're going up this basically dirt road in uh, the middle of a forest. Kind of come to a curb in the road, and uh, looking at uh, either Google Maps or whatever you're using to uh, mark your location versus the uh, coordinates, uh, you see that uh, this is kind of where you need to stop and hike north through the woods, probably about a quarter of a mile to reach where the green box is. Mm. Well, well, gentlemen, shall we? Let's uh, shoot all yeah. of us go there, or just a part of us. Maybe someone should stay with cars. Uh, nobody's going to find our cars out here. We're in the middle of just, nowhere. Just so you know, Tyler, I have, I have my, I'm always carrying my backpack, which contains my computer, and you know. You're not going to get any reception out here. <laughs> well, it's been for other things too, so. Yeah, and on your cell phones, you each have between one and one-half bar reception. It's, it's not very good. You can make a call if you needed to, but, you know. As we're, as we're getting out and starting to walk, I want to see if I can call ahead to Half Moon, New York, and reserve some rooms for us at a motel. Yeah, and, and even if you wanted to do that, did you say you're doing that right now, or we're yeah. going to do it on the way? Yeah, it's... You're able to find a Holiday Inn uh, that had uh, seven rooms available. Okay. Uh, assuming you're getting seven rooms. All right. Not, not the uh, yeah. swankiest. Express. Yeah. Not not the swankiest place, but you know, good enough. If I don't get my content to breakfast. Brock gets grumpy. Being, what is the reason that we're we're making the hike to the green box right now? Is there a supply? If we're trying to kind of keep a low profile going into the city, we're not really looking for heavier weapons than we're currently carrying. Uh, if we are already kind of in, in, at this point in the woods, we know where the location of the green box is roughly if we need to kind of beat a retreat there. So why? What, what's the purpose that we're making the hike through the woods? We don't actually know what the contents is at the moment, so yeah, it could be a key to the PO It's box just it's or... recon. We're uh, we're assessing what what we have at our disposal. We might want to leave some of our stuff here too to not look so conspicuous. We brought all of our guns, and our ammo, and all of our stuff with us. Yes, just to check it. I see no reason to get my assault rifle with me all the day. I could put it here or back in car. To know where is it. Let's see what we've got. We can't do anything at the post office until the morning, anyway. Yeah. But we should right, be able to get in and let's find out what's going on. And I just kind of chop off into the woods, like okay. an idea. All right. Okay. Then um, so you you start going through the woods. Is is everybody following Brock? Is anybody yeah. staying back? Well, yes. I move forward. Now I'm it's I'm moving. Dark. Going at kind of like a slower. Okay. Staying behind. Yeah, I kind of hang back a bit as well. Okay. Um, somebody give me a uh, luck roll. I believe in uh, Delta Green, uh, your luck is just a standard 50%. Yes, your luck is 50%, and if you get a double number, yeah. then it's. I got, I got 44. Okay. So. Uh, you got a. That, that's good enough. Yeah, somebody somebody got a critical success. Uh, the 
it's a full moon out, so you do have light, uh, even if you didn't have uh, flashlights, if, you, if anybody didn't uh, bring a flashlight. I have one. Uh, and you start going through the woods, and it's pretty thick for, for a little while. It, it's kind of hard to, to go through some sections. And then after about 10 minutes, it opens up into this very large field. Uh, and you can see pretty well into the field uh, because of the full moon and, and your, the lights that you have. And the field itself is probably, the, the grass in there is overgrown, it's probably up to about your knees. But in the very center of the uh, field is a uh, trailer, uh, like a mobile home. Any lights on? There are no lights on. Do we have any sort of communications? Mean, meaning like walkie-talkies, or do we just have cell phones? Or? I didn't would we, would we have like an earpiece? That's what I mean. Uh, I think it would I make sense that you guys would have something. Yeah, I thought we had encrypted radios. I put that thing on kind of like my character because I didn't know why we're going to take it. That'll work. Just in case, you know, because we're still back at the car, so if you guys get in trouble, you can contact us. I was going to make a stealth roll. I made a stealth roll 53, which is under my stealth, to go and sneak up to it and kind of listen to see what the hell is going on with the trailer. I'd like to follow you and cover your back. Okay. I'm just so going to walk up behind them. Okay. Shaking my head. So, so, so Brock is you know, stealthily going up while the other two are just kind of, you know, stepping on every twig and branch in, in the middle of the field, dead leaves and that. Uh, but Brock, you get to well, the, uh, the trailer first and, and uh, Deep Blue as well. Um, Brock, you get to the trailer first and you can see it's actually it's an older trailer. I mean, if you had to guess, it's probably from the 80s. Uh, but the odd thing on it is, and it, it looks old. The, the paint job's old. The windows are old. There's, you know, the screens in the windows have holes in them, although all the windows are have the shades pulled from the inside. Except on the door to the trailer, uh, there is an electronic keypad. That's exactly what I see the electronic keypad. I have my computer. Is there a, I'm pretty, I could be a plug in and I plug in and. I go, pull him down there. I blue and I punch in the code that we received earlier. Or I tell him the code. 20, 2376. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, as Deep Blue is tr starting to, you know, plug into some interface in there, um, Brock, you, you, you and uh, Agent uh, uh, Ty, you know, you tell yeah, him, yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. You type in the code 2376. Uh, there was like a red light on the uh, keypad, switches to green, and the door just kind of pops open a little bit. As it pops open, everybody give me a, oh, I want to say it's alertness. Yeah, is that correct? That's my yeah. jam. Alertness. I got a. I got a yes, pass. Okay. Five out of. I failed. I think I got a critical success. All right, uh, Deep Blue, your your eyes are just uh, aren't used to the darkness inside because you're staring at your screen. Uh, but the other, the rest of you, as the door opens, you can kind of see where the uh, lock is on the other side of the lock. Uh, is a nice big chunk of C4. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> Just standard disarming. Uh, 
I could try to disarm it, but um, you see, it's always possibility to blow up during the process. No, I don't so, think that it's going to go off though, unless we type in the wrong code, which we haven't. I got to deep load. You fucking nerdgasm! Almost got us all fucking blown up, dude. So for that. Hey, bro. Could you check yeah. an other enter to this van, just look, for look. any reason? You know that it's all that Deep Blue ever gets to do, so he kind of wants to do it. <laughs> you didn't stop fucking typing the whole way here, man. I had to fucking crank seven the whole way. It's this new generation. They can't keep their face out of the computer. <laughs> well, gentlemen, shall we see if there's a light switch? Hopefully not the one that's attached to the C4. <laughs> you, you kind of reach your hand and you, you do feel a light switch. All right, flip. You flip it on and you can immediately see the inside of the trailer. The trailer isn't very big. It's maybe 20 feet long, probably about 10 feet wide. Uh, and it's probably what you would expect a trailer to look like. There is a small kitchenette area. Uh, in the kitchenette, you can see uh, a microwave oven sitting on top of a uh, small refrigerator. There are a number of cabinets, a small table, and then uh, a door for like a bathroom. And then in the back, you see what looks like a, an area for a uh, bed. I called it from the bathroom. I've been holding it for five hours. Okay. You, uh, so beyond, uh, beyond first glance, can we uh, begin a search? Sure. Uh, if you want, go ahead and give me the whatever the search roll in Delta Green is. Uh, search. Yeah. I made it. I already That's know that when I flush the toilet, the whole thing's going to turn into a, an elevator. <laughs> okay. I know it's not credit at an 07. So. Okay. So For my searching. Well, we'll start with Tom, or with uh, Agent Ty first, because uh, he just ran in there to the bathroom. Uh, you go in there into the bathroom. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you were, you know, really holding it, and so yeah. you, you weren't really paying attention. You, you go and you do your business, but as you kind of, you know, finish and take a look around the, uh, the bathroom, you see that in there is a, <coughs> excuse me, uh, is a, um, a an evidence bag just kind of crumpled into the corner. One of the a very large uh, uh, black evidence bag. Hmm. Well, after I go, I uh, I reach down and pick up the evidence bag. Is it heavy? Uh, no, I mean it probably weighs about twenty or thirty pounds. You okay. would guess. It, you you feel as you lift it up, you can kind of feel whatever's in it kind of sink down a little bit. It feels kind of like um, there's cl uh, clothing or something in there. Okay. So I I. I I heft it up, and I, uh, as I'm coming out of the bathroom, I say, bathroom's free, and I found something. Hopefully, it's not a dead body. I'm going to stay outside and smoke a cigar. Is the bag, uh, is it opaque? Can you see in it, or is it uh, black? Black. Yeah, it's black. You can't see, see in it. Well, I lift it up onto, if there's like a little dinette table, which you're going to find in there. Uh, I, I lay it out. How big is it? Is it like body big or? The, uh, the bag is about uh, shopping bag big, like grocery store bag okay. big. So I, I set it there and I reach in and I pull out some uh, gloves, some hygienic gloves, and very carefully unzip the top. 
you you unzip the top and everybody around you in, including yourself are hit by the smell of like fetid old water oh and you, you look in and you can see that it looks like there's a wetsuit inside ah oh. somebody didn't clean their wetsuit afterwards anything other than the wetsuit no are you gonna like feel around in there well, I'm going to open it up more, and yeah, I'm going to sort of open it, but I, I've got gloves on, so yeah, I'll, I'll fiddle around a little bit. Why so you... Go on. Like, no, I'm like, you should, like, I basically, hey, wait, and before he basically digs his Look, there's, there's no USB port on this bag, okay? Hey. You, you never know what... Damn. There's no USB port on this. It, it could it could have it could have been a worm. Let 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 the adults do their job. Wow. <laughs> um, can I can I make a forensics roll to see if there's anything to learn? Yeah, yeah, me? go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I pass. Uh you know, it just looks like a you don't see anything unusual about it as uh, Agent Ty starts kind of rooting around in it. Um, you, it's a wetsuit. Um, it still has that really bad fetid smell. However, uh, Agent Ty, uh, you kind of like put your hands in it and you, you pull your hands out. You notice that on your gloves are this black char. And you realize that the inside of the wetsuit is just covered in this black char as if something inside of the suit burned. Uh, on the outside of the suit, though, is, is fine. Well, a couple of questions are: you know, who would use who would use a wetsuit around here? Is there any large bodies of water anywhere nearby? Well, I mean, you're about an hour and a half, two hours north of the Atlantic, right? Except that it's still wet. So, yeah. and you're about twenty miles west of the Hudson River. I. Uh, I, I fiddle around with the wetsuit and try to find if there's like a tag on the back of the neck or something like that with maybe somebody's name or no no names you, you find a, a manufacturer's label which doesn't strike you as right. out of the ordinary and it's, it seems like the something inside of it might have been burned this might have been the might have been the leftovers from something that happened that hmm, they got rid of evidence not very good way to get rid of evidence it's neoprene they should have been able to just burn it um out of curiosity like it, i mean is it like a sealed bag so like if you stick something wet inside of it it would just fucking last forever or is it apparently like porous yeah, it, would, where it, would... it, it wasn't airtight but it was sealed uh tight for it to smell this bad it had to have been here for at least a month um maybe longer I, out of curiosity, I'm going to see, you know, gentlemen, you, you continue your search. I'm going to take this outside and open it up and lay it down and take a look at it okay. and see if it means anything. It might be nothing. Okay. All right. You, you do that. Well, uh, Corey, or Deep Blue, we'll, we'll move on to you while Agent Ty goes outside. Uh, you uh, passed your, your role, correct? Yes. Right. So you start. Seven out of 60. Okay. Uh, you start looking around. You look in one of the drawers. And you find uh, three things. First, you find a roadmap uh, for Iceland from 1976. You find a uh, hardback copy of Catherine Briggs' An Encyclopedia of Fairies, 
Uh, and you notice that there is a Burger King receipt inside of it on page 252 from Knoxville, Tennessee, dated in 1999. And then finally, you find a fully loaded Glock 17 9mm pistol. However, somebody has painted it day glow pink. So I obviously a, a woman's, this is obviously a woman's uh, gun. And I'm like, you think all women use really pink weird guns? You can, you'll be surprised, actually. Uh, but I think that's weird. Take this, like, uh, received 1990 and just weird. Books on fairies. That's also really strange. I'll be back at the car because of the cons. You can hear all this too, so feel free to you know chime in as well. <clears throat> um, okay. Well, the, uh, with the kind of book uh, retrieval, I'm kind of interested in that side of things, so I maybe meander up to the the camper okay. van or whatever it, and it, check that out. Take you about ten minutes to walk there. Um, and then, so, uh, then Agent Hammer, uh, you made your success as well, correct? Uh, yes, come on. All right, so you, you start looking around. You, you actually open up the refrigerator, and it wasn't plugged in, so you get hit with this just disgusting, moldy smell. And you see that there are uh, just a, a number of, like, hungry man ready meals in there, a bag of curly fries that have long expired from you know not being refrigerated but you also see a green thermos that's duct taped shut wrapped in plastic and marked with a biohazard label uh, on the thermos itself somebody has written do not touch i don't need to be told twice for that so i'm just gonna leave that one alone okay um, outside, uh, Agent Ty, uh, you're standing next to, to Brock as you uh, lay out this uh, wetsuit. The wetsuit is for an adult. Um, you would guess that it was probably for an adult male, uh, probably like a medium size. Okay. But you don't see anything else. Uh, There's no evidence of charring on the outside, just on no, the inside? No, just on the inside. And it, as you, you know, it's... As you explore it a bit more, you see that it's all over the inside, not just in, in one or two places. Like a solid so, layer. Sorry, what did Brock say? I, I missed that. Oh, I was just going to wise ass. I said, uh, are these your new digs? Is it your underwater suit? <laughs> we found it inside. Um, uh, what, what's, like what's, that, yeah, what's that cigar that you're smoking? Acid. Want one? What brand? What what brand? Acid. It's nasty. It smells worse than the inside of the trailer. You should go in there and see. I blow a smoke ring in the trailer. Um. Well, yeah, and the trailer has a very dusty, stale smell to it. Like like people haven't been in here for at least weeks, if not longer. I and, think that I am going to take the wetsuit. Uh, roll it up neatly, put it back in the evidence bag, and, or the, the, yeah, and, and put it right back where I found it. Okay. I don't know why it's there. I don't know what it means, but it's obviously a green box, so. And uh, by this time, uh, Jafar kind of strolls into the field, walks up to everybody, and, and is at the uh, trailer. 
Yes, sort of a, I just keep on looking on the sides of trailer to avoid someone will find out us or to see some kind of movement, like in default cover actions. Uh, go ahead and roll um, alertness. I got 65, and I successful. OK. Yeah, you, you don't see anything uh, out of place or unusual or, or something that would uh, kind of make you suspicious. Everything looks normal. OK, good. So I've walked back in, and I've gone back into the bathroom and just put it right back where it was. OK. And so has everybody seen a green box this big of a shithole before, or is this just new to me? Um, yeah, there was a mission I was on where the green box was a, ch a church, big church. Abandoned, of course. But we just got to find out what we're supposed to look for in here. Let's see what we can find. When I get up, uh, when I get up there, uh, GM, I just want to check out this book that uh, was found. This okay. kind of folklore book can have a look. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you look at it. It's um, uh, it was uh, published in uh, 1983. Uh, it's just basically a uh, a book that's just an encyclopedia of just different types of fairies, all listed in alphabetical order. Um, if you've ever seen, is that like, kind, a, of, kind of Childlight book, or is it more about? No, more, it's uh, if you had to guess, it was probably bought at a uh, um, like in the like in the occult or uh, you know supernatural or new age section of some bookstore. Mm -hmm. As I flick through it, is there any um, notes or extra bits there, or is it just basically the book itself? No, uh, no, you don't see any any uh, extra books. Actually, no. You know what? Give me a. Um, uh, search roll. Uh, no. No. Yeah, you're. I mean, it's a good, you know, two hundred pages probably, and you know, you're flipping through it. You don't, you don't see anything just by by that. I mean, if you want to go page by page by page, you can, but it's going to take you probably at least an hour. Is he is he looking the same book I am right now? Yeah. That I had. Yeah. yeah I just stole it off you. Could could I do a search roll too? You two are like sitting on each other's lap reading the same book. <laughs> That's well, no, it would be more like, oh, wait, 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 wait. This is more important kind of thing. But just give me a second. Uh, I fail. Apparently, okay. we're yeah. both uh, really. Yeah. Uh, dumb. Not dumb. <laughs> like, it's just a book. I'm going to take a look around the grounds. Uh, like the immediate area, see if there is anything noticeable, a scuffle or any, anything like that. Sure, uh, give me an alertness roll. All right, uh, critical. No, uh, what if I get less than half? So I got 35. It's, and that's that's just a success. That's it's tough. only a critical success if you get um, zero, one, or you roll doubles and it's a success. Oh, okay. I, I believe. Yeah, that makes um, so, but you made a success? Yes. Uh, you, you start kind of wandering around, um, and other than the the tracks that you all made through the field, uh, and you know where you came from, you don't see anything to indicate that anybody else has been here. None of the grass is matted down. Uh, looking around, you you don't see anything of a signs of a struggle. I mean, you you're even looking underneath the, the trailer, and 
it just looks like it's a uh, trailer in the middle of a field that um, has kind of been used as a green box. And if I had to guess the last time somebody was here by say they go through the grass or if that seemed impossible, I don't know if I'm uh, going to take a chair. Weeks at least. Weeks at least, okay. Yeah. Has anyone searched the bedroom yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you guys were, you know, searching all over the place, um, you know, the bedroom uh, was fairly dusty, but there was nothing else in there. I'll also tell everyone to be on the lookout for more pink paint, because according to Agent Deep Blue, women have to paint their guns pink. Well, no, I didn't say I said a woman owned, probably owned the gun. I didn't say I think it was a book with fairies like paint guns. I'm just saying, that's what I think the message is. That's possible. I, I'm not sure that any of this, this all of this stuff could be from multiple uh, other agents who have used this green box. Um, yeah, it sounds quite random. Is there anything in here that is of use to us or potentially, other than the gun? I mean, that's going to kind of stand out if you have a pink block. No, not, not that you can see. Um, and, and you're right. You, you all know that green boxes are used for dumping grounds of uh, other agents on other missions uh, to, you know, to hide supplies, to stash supplies or evidence or, or anything like that. Or dangerous artifacts. Or dangerous artifacts, correct. Whatever that is in the... So we have we done a thorough search? Yeah, you, you've done a pretty thorough uh, okay. uh, look around. You, you really haven't found... There, there's really nothing else to find. Brock, when you were outside, uh, when you looked underneath the trailer does it just look like a trailer or is there a big elevator shaft going down into the ground underneath? i think it's just as it looks on the surface it's a big heaping pile of shit. well i suppose this this is where we're supposed to bring the the artifact back to how fucking important could it been be if we're bringing it back to this dump. This dump. Well, it's it, going it to be means, a milk run. It means that 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 uh, Alpha Cell is probably going to collect it then from here. Sorry. We're just Sorry. we're just a, a step in a a chain of of things. Yeah, I think it could be time to head to the hotel. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Anybody up for a strip club? We're supposed to be maintaining uh, anonymity. <laughs> Dude, how do you think you blend in into a shithole like this? You go to the strip club just like everybody else. Yeah, well, enjoy yourself. <laughs> all right, so uh, you have all been there for about an hour or so. You go to uh, head back to the cars, uh, drive to the hotel, uh, and you get to the hotel about midnight. Uh, check in without a problem. Um, the as you were driving in to Half Moon, New York, you you see that it's it's right on uh, the Hudson River, um, and as you drive in, you can see that it looks uh, it was probably or it probably is a uh, town that has a lot of uh, like manufacturing because you see a, a couple uh, um, factories uh, along the river. And in addition to that, it seems like a, you know, fairly, uh, you know, smaller town with, uh, you know, 
McDonald's and Taco Bell and uh, a couple apartment buildings uh, and, you know, just the normal stores that, that you would expect to see. Uh, you all go to the hotel. Um, Brock, you, you, you saw on the way in that there was a strip club about 15 miles outside of town if, if you want to head to that. But if nobody wants to do anything specific, the, the night uh, passes um, pretty uneventful. Brock's going to have a field day when he gets here to the hotel because there's a, there's a pool outside. <laughs> there, there is. You swimming. All right. I'm just, I'm going to all go. the strip clubs in the area if you guys are interested. I'm going to Double Vision. That's, that's the one with uh, 10 beautiful women and two really ugly ones. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be a lot of really tired looking girls, you know, like really, really tired tits, kind of like two suicide notes stuffed in a glitter bar, bra tired. Enjoy yourself. I'm going to go to bed after I completely organize all of my clothes. Okay. <clears throat> uh is anybody going to do anything uh, else, or is everybody just kind of going to, to bed uh, as well? I'm, I'm, probably, I'm probably just going to to bed. Okay. I try to egg Deep Moon to come in the strip club. And, come on, dude. We'll totally get you laid, son. You love it. The time of your life. Oh, I'm pretty sure, but... <clears throat> All right. I'm, uh, I'm gonna, gonna, at a hand job at a Denny's parking lot, man. You haven't lived. He's uh, he's got the internet. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> there's this new site called Pornhub. Um, so uh, Olive Olive would call her uh, her daughter. I get my porn out of magazines. All right, so. So the night passes pretty uh, uneventful. Um, Brock, uh, you stroll in at whatever time you stroll in, or maybe you you stroll in at about eight a.m. Uh, when everybody is hitting the or whatever time everybody's getting up to uh, get the continental breakfast. It's totally up to you. Uh, but I kind of want to question the strippers about Half Moon as a town and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, that actually makes you know pretty good sense. Actually, um, sorry. I, <laughs> I'm looking at the the skills because I'm not completely familiar with them um, uh, from Delta Green. So I just want to make sure I'm telling you guys to roll the right skill. Um, give me a. Oh, do they have a fast talk roll? No. No, give me a charisma roll. There's charisma. Okay. That's a uh, straight twenty. Uh, no, do the uh, the times five value and just okay. roll the percentile for that one. I got a three. So I fucking oh. killed it, dude. Yeah, so, you killed know. Killed it. Just uh, love me. Yeah, there's two strippers, um, Bambi and Thumper. They uh, come up to you and, you know, are doing their thing. Um, you're, you're giving them fives instead of ones. And the, uh, you know, you start talking to them. What, what do you want to ask them? Um, you know, just about Half Moon in general. What's about, you know, anything about the town? Uh, kind of the the general information. Any any weird shit ever go down here? Do they know anybody who works at the post office? Eventually, <laughs> they, they don't know anybody at the post office, and they say, you know, it's it's a really boring town. That you know, nothing ever. They're like, nothing ever happens here. You know, 
we, that's why we, we come work here because it's actually, you know, excitement, you know, every once in a while, you know, last week we had a pig roast out here. It was actually pretty cool, but the, you know, it's a small town. They, they, they you get the feeling that, um, you, you get the feeling that, uh, they, uh, are, uh, sorry, the, the, the town has kind of gone into a little bit of a recession. Uh, uh, Bambi says, yeah, you know, the, there was this factory that, that closed down it, it, you know, a lot of people got laid off. Um, you know, the bartender back there, he, he was there. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much, uh, what, what you get from it. It's, it's almost like a, 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 you get a kind of, that it's a very small town. It essentially is what you're getting. Yeah. Uh, any power players in this town? You know, who's the guys you need to know in this place? Like, oh, well, you know, there's, I, you know, I, there, there, I guess, you know, there, uh, there are some people who, um, the, the people who own, you know, the factories that are around, I guess, you know, they're kind of rich, you know, they, you know, their sons come in here every once in a while. They, they tip pretty well. Uh, but, you know, other than that, you know, you know, we're usually stuck here. We, we get a lot of truckers. Are you a trucker? You kind of have that uh, physique on you. Baby, I'm paying. I ask the questions unless it's what do you want to get me for a drink? So uh, what about this timeless place, man? I heard there's some shit went down there, huh? So I don't know what, what you mean, timeless? Uh, timeless antiques? That would be no, in the paper, I... right? I've read about that. Uh, no, not not that I know of. I, I've never heard of a place like that around here. Interesting. All right, and uh, not the meta. What was the name of the uh, the name that she gave me of people who are, are, are relatively powerful in the town? Um, the, the mic just kind of shat for a second. Yeah, the uh, the Smiths. The, the Smiths. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's and, not a cover. The, yeah, the uh, not relevant to the, the stories. Not relevant to the stories? Okay, sorry. I didn't know if I was doing No, no, I'm just not good at making up things on top of my head. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I'm sure there's questions I'm missing, but um, I enjoy uh, these lovely ladies' company for a while and then kind of roll into the Continental. Okay. Um, actually, uh, Brock, give uh, go ahead and take D four uh, willpower uh, points because you you were up pretty late. Okay. So, so you lose a D four willpower, uh, okay. but or is it it's willpower, right? Yes. All right. And so the rest of you wake up. Uh, you go down to the continental breakfast. About what time is everybody waking up? Six o'clock for me. Okay. And I'll have a yeah. piece of toast. Okay. And some coffee. We want to get an early start to do the whole postal thing, don't we? Well, we can get there actually before they open. We are officers of the I, I get I get up around 16, and I'm like, I go try and get a coffee and just, you know, just work on my computer. Okay. 
Those sausages look good. I think I'm gonna have some sausages. Maybe some eggs. Maybe some they're, pancakes. They're not the worst that you've ever had. They're they're, they're decent. Just for the energy factor. Right. Uh, and so you know the rest of you all uh, kind of get there. Um, say by about 7 a.m., you're, you're all kind of in there. You, you've eaten uh, and ready to make plans for what you're going to do. So what's the game plan? Seems um, pretty straightforward. All we need to do is go to the post office box and get the package, right? Yeah. The only thing I was worried about was whether we should call ahead, tell them that uh, we're uh, officers of uh, I mean, postal officers and we need to come. Do we want to draw our attention to ourselves like that? If we're just picking a package up? We're going to draw attention when we walk in, all seven of us as officers of uh, the post office. Well, not all seven of us need to go in, oh, right? That's true. Do you have any permission to take the other people post uh, parcel to pick up? Or is it ours and I missed something? Well, the I assume they expect us to pick it up. So I think maybe, I mean, it really seems like this is really overkill for what we're supposed to do. Why didn't just one of us go like, uh, uh, like Hammer says? Well, are they expecting us to pick it up? Because, it, or are we kind of using our authority to, to essentially requisition the access to the box? I don't know. Yeah, I usually like. We don't have a key. Yeah, well, well, yeah so plan maybe few people get inside the building to pick up the box and other waiting outside and the second team to cover in another car. Yeah. I still think well, it's I can't imagine that they called us all in to pick up a box if they didn't want all seven of us to get a fucking box. They would have just say one person. So overkill oh. or not, Delta Green uh, told us to come to the opera, so let's let's go to the fucking opera. Well, I think that we're all here in case something happens, but we're also supposed to, our mandate is not to draw any attention to ourselves. How about this? One of us waits outside, one of us goes inside, one of us just just walk in, walk, walk, Why not? walk past well, the desk, go back behind it and retrieve what's in the box. And Ty, why not have three, I want to have three people, two go together and for your backup and then the uh, then the third guy is kind of outside. Sounds really suspicious. If I was working there, and I don't. Two officers. Yeah, I mean, in? it's only picking up a parcel potentially, you know. Yeah, so. but it's not like it's not you know it's normal for other like places I, I, to have you know backup and you know have two people. I volunteer. I volunteer to go in if if we want one person or two people to go in. A couple of us can go in and pick up the parcel. Is anybody particularly good at uh, persuading people? I am. It's my job. Because I think uh, I think Agent All is right. We don't have a key, so we're going to have to meet. Yeah. So why doesn't uh, maybe Ty and John go in? Um, Maybe Olive and one other person can just kind of hang back outside to be first cover, um, and, uh, and the, the the other the remaining agents can kind of hang back and just kind of you know join the join the procession as we go to the green box from from here. It's a great plan, but 
let's do it in such situations. I won't give myself to the first line of cover or back cover. Let's hope that the people working there aren't gung-ho postal workers because theoretically they could say, I'm sorry, you cannot take that out of that box. It doesn't belong to you, even if we're inspectors, even if we were the police. You know, it's kind of a sacred thing. Isn't that our job, though? It, wouldn't our job be to have authority over, you know, security and... Um, the security... You know, the yeah, overseeing our, of the... Our security doesn't system. involve taking things. It involves making sure nobody else takes things. It's tricky. <clears throat> I'm almost now, thinking... Are we the people that would serve the warrants? Like, if someone needed like whatever's in that box for evidence are we that agency that you know as like the fbi or the or the local police why like would be for like i say if uh if they're gung-ho they're going to they're going to absolutely demand to see a warrant from a judge so why don't we give them a warrant from the judge well i don't have a warrant do you have a warrant can't just like we can make one up and we look out for anybody good. No, uh, got a contact to be able to do that type of stuff. Well, I don't have that kind of skill. Do any of you have forgery? No, so no, but what about I don't think uh, it'd be that hard to maybe deep blue. Maybe you could download something off the internet and make it look, you know, it's not like they're gonna. Once again, if they're if they're if they're if they're not gung ho, if they're just employees working there, we're going to have no trouble at all. I agree, but if they're not, we should be prepared. I don't want to have to kill a whole fucking postal. No, we're not going to kill branch. Any. I don't think I could live with myself. We're not. Well, maybe kill I By the way, I I'll kill them all if you want. Maybe. Do you I'll, I'll see. Why you do all the documents? The team two or team three get into the near the post office to watch on it. Yeah. Do you know for sure? Like our office's mandate, would we ever work with Homeland Security or no? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I'm sure that there are people in Homeland Security that know who we are, but they don't tell anybody either. It's because is it, it's. Is this Delta Green, Green or the, are you talking Delta Green or are you talking the U.S. Postal Inspector Service? No, the Postal yeah. Inspector. Oh, yeah. it's I'm, it's another federal agency, just like you know everything else, except that you're assigned to the post office. Um, but uh, but I, I mean, would it be crazy if we were handling a warrant? I guess that's really the first question. That I'm insane? thinking, I'm thinking of a ruse. What if one of us dresses up like a police detective accompanying the postal uh, officer, and the officer just basically says, uh, this man has presented a warrant to us. We need to retrieve something in a box. Ta-da. Ta-da. And it Fucking looks great. legit. And then deep blue, you could be on the telephone lines in case they call, confirm yes. it, and then that's a they got they'll have two sources of information, both saying we got a warrant, and that prevents me from killing people, and I appreciate that. 
alternatively, if nobody's got a police disguise, then we go in as two warrant officers, uh, two postal officers, and say there's concerns about a package, and uh, do the same kind of setup. Yeah, any of us could be dressed like a detective, though. Yeah, True. just in your regular clothes. Yeah, all of us would definitely look like a detective. I look like an inspector. So, all right. So, shall yeah. we do it that way? Yeah, go, go for it. All right. Okay. Um, just in case, uh, Deep Blue, can you have us? Pr can you print us out a uh, something that looks like a warrant? If Deep Blue, if you just Google I warrants for post. Postal parcels, suspicious. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know, I know how to do that. I, I basically go and I make up a uh, get the warrant. Okay. Okay. Uh, and so while they're doing this, um, uh, Jafar is gonna. You said you're gonna kind of go ahead and just kind of uh, to the post office and just kind of. Yeah, the post office without entering the post office. Okay. Uh, well, girl, no, she's the front exit, back exit, and uh, make all the doors like the default police officer work. Okay, so you you go there while while they're all getting all this together, and it's actually not difficult for you to to kind of cover that uh, the post office or, or just kind of you know look at it because it's not really not very large at all. Uh, mm -hmm. The entire building is probably about thirty feet wide and. Maybe thirty or forty feet deep. Uh, it's it's a small town, so it's not a very big uh, post office. It doesn't need a very big post office. Uh, it's all brick. There is a front entrance, and you know it's not open yet. But you can see that there in the front entrance there is a lobby, uh, and all the the PO. It actually leads to a room that's a bunch of PO boxes, uh, and then you can see another door that leads over to the lobby and the post office. And then in the back there is uh, a large door, uh, as well as a uh, uh, kind of like one of those sloping ramps where the, the big mail trucks can kind of back up into it and just offload everything pretty easily. Um, but it's, you, you get there um, and you, you see uh, there was uh, already one car in the driveway. Uh, you suspect that it was one of the postal officers who uh, got the uh, or postal workers who got there early. Uh, and then you, uh, after about another 20 minutes, you see, Another car pull up. Uh, it's a man uh, in his uh, early 30s uh, wearing a postal uniform, and he goes in as well. Okay. Um, by this time, uh, Deep Blue, you're able to print off a uh, somewhat uh, legitimate looking um, uh, warrant. Um, yeah. Uh, you're able to. Uh, 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 what else did, did you try to, uh, were you going to try to print off? Also, yeah, like, uh, detective credentials. Um, you know, that's like gonna, copy it. The, the only printer you have access to is the one at the Holiday Inn Express, and it's a black and white uh, inkjet printer. Not what, uh, I mean, you could print something out, but it's going to look pretty horrible. Okay. Uh, I guess then I'll I'll just do I'll just do like the uh, just like the um, just whatever the first one the just like the warrant. Okay. Okay. So uh, when we see people going inside, um, 
we get out of the car and uh, we walk over to them. I was so explain to me how you're doing this because um, uh, Agent Jafar went over there kind of. Oh, I'm sorry, he went over earlier. Okay, right, just to kind of stake it out. Um, the oh. you know the post office opens at nine a.m. for business. Okay. Uh, what what time do you guys want to get there? Uh, we're gonna go at eight. I think that's a good uh, a good time. There's no need to disrupt anybody. We'll just go in there, knock on the door. I, okay. I wonder if we should go to the back door where the maybe the loading dock. Um. Yeah, that would. Because they're they're not going to be in the front office anyway at this time. They're going to be in the back doing stuff. So I'm going to go to the door on the side where the employees normally go in. Okay. And I'm gonna and, and I'm there with uh, I'm there with um, uh, Agent John D. Okay. Uh, knock on the door. Okay. Is it just the two of you uh, going there? Yeah, it was, was Kurt wanting to come along? Kurt's character. Were you coming, Agent? Uh, Probably you know. no more than, than two, I would think, to go in just to not overwhelm the staff. Wait, okay. was I'll do was... Team 3 like you suggested. I'll cover the back. We got, what, two people on Team 1, two people on Team 2. Right. And, and the rest on three, or you want to just split it between the rest on two and three? Um, I was just wondering, was Agent Olive wanting to go in as a detective, Kurt? Um, potentially, or or, uh, or John D could be the detective if we don't have um, if we don't have a, a convincing credential. It doesn't really matter. Say so the two of you look like detectives. Okay. Whoever's got the highest weight, I mean, the meta. Okay. The most persuasive. <clears throat> okay, so, so if I'm understanding this right, Agent Ty, Agent Olive, and um, Agent John. Hammer. Is that right? No, or, Agent uh, D. Okay. I are, are going to the back door. The rest of you, um, some of you are in the back, uh, kind of covering the back side, and then some of you are covering the front. Correct. Correct. Right. Awesome. So the three of you go to the back. Uh, you're just knocking on the door. Mm -hmm. uh, you knock on the door, and the uh, door opens, and there's this woman standing there. She's in her uh, probably late 40s. Uh, her hair is starting to gray, bags under her eyes. She just kind of looks at you and is like, uh, I'm sorry, we're not open yet. Um, if you yeah. come back in about an hour, you'll, you'll be able to come in the front. Good, good morning. I'm uh, Officer uh, uh, Pierce of uh, the uh, post office uh, inspectors, and I, I flash my badge at her. She kind of glances at it really fast and says, uh, uh, can, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't know you guys were, were coming. Can, can I help you with something? Uh, yes, I'm with these two detectives. Uh, they have a warrant. We need to retrieve something from the post office box in the office. Um, it's part of the evidence in a murder case. Uh, she goes, uh, fine, just go, go ahead. And she just kind of right. turns around and uh, <laughs> walks uh, back in. Um, right. So we follow her in. Uh, you follow uh, her in. She just she goes, the, the P.O. boxes are over there. Um, you know, Let me know which one you need opened, and I'll open it up for you. I, I've got all the keys. Oh, we uh, need and, to... As you walk in, you can see that the, the place is just in a – 
there's a lot of mail in here, more than there probably should be. It, it seems like it's really, there, there, it seems like there's more uh, in uh, mail inboxes that, than there should be. And you see another uh, uh, person, the, the man that uh, Jafar saw, saw walking in, he's kind of furiously going through and sorting mail uh, as well. He kind of glances up at you, sees uh, the woman um, you saw on her, her name tag, it said uh, Susan Freckley. Uh, okay. uh, kind of takes care of you, so he just goes back to doing his thing. So uh, I tell her uh, we need it for a PO box of 483. Like 483. All right, hold on a second. She kind of walks over. Um, uh, we need you not numbers. to. We need you not to touch the contents because it's evidence. Oh, okay. All right, we'll no problem. It. She kind of sticks her key in, turns the key, opens it up, and it's empty. Can we make, a, can we make an alertness roll to see if we notice anything uh, unusual about their behavior? Sure, absolutely. Okay, I pass. Uh, ye, you can see that they are very overworked. Um, the the woman, she's uh, you can kind of tell she's kind of like the boss. Um, she is just really stressed out. Uh, the, the bags under her eyes show that she's been working a lot. The same with the other guy; he's just kind of frantically going through. So they they are very overworked. Well, and I, I, I turn to the others. I'm like, detectives, uh, the box seems to be empty. Um, uh, Miss uh, Freckley, uh, do you recall anybody retrieving anything from this box? Uh, she's like, uh, I, I don't, um, but, you know, we've got a lot. And you see that there's probably about 200 P.O. boxes here. Uh, I, I realize that uh, you're, you're obviously overworked. Uh, she says, um, you know, look, I, I've got to get all this stuff done. Uh, if you go over there, she points to this filing cabinet. And she says, that's where we keep all the registration. That's where we keep all of the uh, uh, the, del the delivery notifications for, for these, uh, the records we're supposed to keep. Uh, go ahead and and look through that. I, I need to get back. You know, I'm sorry. Thank you. Of course. And she doesn't even wait for your answer. She just turns around and goes back. Um, who's watching the front of the post office? Well, I was, I would say I'm in the vehicle. So okay. if that's the front or the back, I don't know exactly where he parked. Oh, okay. but. All right, so uh, Agent, Agent Hammer, um, Jafar, uh, Deep Blue, you guys are, are kind of watching the front. Um, all of you give me, is there a listen skill? Alertness? Alertness. Give me an alertness skill. Or, or, or. This is them outside. Yes, this is in the front. Okay. So, you know, it's by this point in time, you know, it's probably about 20 after uh, 8.30 or so. Uh, there are a couple of cars have already started to pull in, even though, you know, they, they don't open up until uh, 9 o'clock. Some of the people are just going in and, you know, they can, they can kind of walk into, you know, the, the front area. They can't go into the lobby. You know, some people go in there, throw some mail in there, and, and then, you know, leave it and drive off. But you see these two old women kind of get out, and, um, you know, they, they both drove up separately, and they get out of the car. And they obviously know each other because they're, they're starting to talk um, in front uh, of the uh, in front of the post office. And, you know, they're old women, so they're talking really loud. Even, even if you guys aren't standing or right near there, you can hear them. And... One woman is uh, complaining to the other about, you know, how she's here. She's she's sick and tired of this post office losing her packages. This is like the third time in a month 
that they've lost something of mine. I'm really getting sick of it. The Amazon has said that they're not going to send me it anymore, uh, any more packages until I get this, uh, because you know there's no way that I could just be losing all these. And the other woman is uh, kind of uh, <clears throat> um, agreeing with her, saying how you know she's here because you know her daughter-in-law uh, sent her a uh, a package. Uh, from uh, from some things that her kids made, uh, and you know it got lost as well. And you know, she's she's down here to figure out what it is. She's sick of the post office telling her that you know it's been delivered when she never gets anything. Um, back to the ones inside. Uh, and what my intention at this point is is we've got the records. Uh, it doesn't take three people to go through the records. Uh, why don't you two? look through the records, and I'm going to do my job. I'm going to inspect. And uh, as I'm inspecting, I'm going to be looking for a misplaced package that looks like it's about 9 by 12 and flat. I, I think with the disorganization, Ty, it might be worth just looking at variations of the number in case, in case the postal staff put it in the wrong box, you know? Yeah, well, I can do a lot of that with while well, I'm. Your pre the pretense is for you to look through those files. And yeah, we'll, we'll go through the filing cabinet yeah. and check it out. So I'm sort of having a look around, and I might make an occasional you know comment like, um, "It's so obviously that you're overworked. They haven't got enough of people here for you." Uh, all right, so let's let's do the two searching first. Uh, Agent John D and Agent Olive, you start looking through the uh, the file cabinet. Uh, Agent uh, John, you uh, are looking through the registrations for the PO box, and you find that the, this PO box is registered to a gentleman named Benjamin Hale, and he lives at three four two two West Hudson, apartment ten B, in uh, Half Moon, New York. And the name was again. Sorry, Taylor. Benjamin Hale. Thanks. Uh, and then Agent Olive, you're, you're looking through the delivery history, and you for this uh, specific P.O. box, uh, you do find that there have been a number of packages delivered to it in the last couple of months uh, from various places uh, all over, uh, all over the, the country and even actually all over the world. Uh, you do see that the last one was dated five days ago. And it was a package from Timeless Treasures. However, it was marked as delivered and picked up. Mm. And then Agent Ty, you're kind of wandering around. You, you kind of making the, those comments. And you wander up to the gentleman who, who is there. Uh, and he's got a name tag that says Mitchell. And um, you, know, you, you say that to him. And he, he kind of gives you this look like of just exhaustion. He says, yeah, man, you know, I know it's it's been it's been crazy lately i mean we're, we're really behind we have all these people coming in and complaining uh you know you know you you know you, you've worked in the post office you you get that but it's um you know we're we're down one man and it just because of that it's it's we're just so far behind it feels like we can never catch up so you normally have three people here at least like oh yeah yeah um harold well, better you should have four you're right, and you know Susan's been doing a great job, and he kind of leans over to you and, and whispers, you know, she, you know, I, 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 she's a great boss. You know, I don't want her to get in trouble for this because it's really not her fault. You know, Harold's been missing a lot of work lately, and uh, it's just, it's just throwing us back. And that's, um, give me a 
What's Harold's last name? Uh, Harold Nixon. Uh, give me a um, uh, human uh, int roll. Yeah. Uh, I got 21 out of 80. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you you kind of get, you know, when he mentions Harold's name and how he hasn't been there, you, you kind of get the feeling that, you know, it's, you know, despite the fact that it's putting them behind, uh, Mitchell isn't isn't too sad that Harold's not there. Okay, is uh, uh, is Harold nice to work with? Um, he kind of looks at Susan, and Susan's kind of not paying attention to you guys. She's pretty busy. You know, I don't want to speak bad about the guy because you know it's he got divorced a, a couple years ago, and, and ever since then he's just been moody and you know just kind of difficult to work with. Honestly, you know, he, I've never seen it, but you know, I, I've heard that you know. We've we've come in in the morning uh, uh, sometimes, and they're just, you know, the boxes of mail are just thrown all over the place. And you know, it wasn't Susan or I who did it, so you know, I'll, I'll let you kind of make your own conclusions. Have you worked with him for a long time? Uh, a couple years. Uh, you know, I've been I've been in uh, working here for I think about three or four years now. Uh, Harold's been here longer. Uh, I think he and Susan uh, both started at about the same time. Hmm. Um, you guys, you have, uh, uh, says, well, I, you know, I wish there was something I could do to help you. I'll, I'll put in a recommendation that you have at least four people here. Oh, thank you. Um, that would be perfect. Uh, uh, do you have, um, uh, where, where are your normal office records kept? Office records, like what kind of office records? Um, I mean, the file cabinet over there has all the delivery stuff. If that's what you mean. Just the the general employees and so forth. Oh, that I don't know. It's probably in Susan's office, and he kind of points to this like really small office in the back. Okay. Uh, he says, "Yeah, you know, she would probably have all that stuff back there." I would guess. All right. Um. I. Uh, Trying to formulate a plan. <laughs> um, and remember, you all have comms on, so. Oh, okay. So just to get this straight then. So the P.O. box that it was being shipped to from the Timeless Treasures is Harold's P.O. box? No. And, no. Okay. It's uh, no, Benjamin Hill. Benjamin Hill. Benjamin Hill. Okay. Harold is, the, uh, is another postal worker. And Harold's just a postal worker who has had a... A hard run. Yeah, divorce. So, does the 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 PO the, the thing that Harold uh, I mean the, the thing that the PO box got picked up is that like it's been picked up and it's gone like and it's from like That's I guess what I'm trying to say could Timeless Center uh, could have could have been shipped from the the Timeless place to the PO box and does that time frame fit our package? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was a couple of days ago, so it sounds like it's been picked up from the Timeless Treasures, and it's gone for two days, and we've got an address to chase up for Benjamin Hale. As as I step away from the employee, um, and I start heading back towards the others, sort of quietly under my breath, I say, uh, I say, Harold Nixon... Uh, we need to find that address. So I'm hoping Deep Blue hears me. 
The um, is there a security? Uh, is there CCTV in that post office, or is it too small of an operation? Uh, there is actually. Yeah, it would have a small security camera. But would it have behind the counters or in front? Yeah, probably in front. Yeah, it would only be in the front, maybe around the outside, uh, but not in, in the back where you guys are. If we could line up, uh, like customers coming to check the PO box would still come through the front. If we could line up the timestamp for when uh, the last package was delivered, we've got a delivery uh, and a pickup uh, history for the box. Then we could find out if the pitcher from Benjamin Hale is the same guy that picks up the box, or picks up the package, essentially. Yeah, we could definitely see who came for the package if it was Hale or someone else. Oh, uh, yes, and, and I can I can simply explain to them we have to look at the camera footage because the what we're looking for is missing. Right. Okay. Um, Deep Blue, did you get that address? Yep. Uh, give me a computer use roll. <laughs> like, he's got a Facebook page, dude. <laughs> I pass. Yeah, you, you easily find Harold's uh, address. Um, it's uh, kind of on the outskirts of town. You, you Google it really fast or, or whatever um, and find that it's kind of on the outskirts of town, um, probably about a 15-minute drive uh, from the post office. I, I pull up. Sorry. I pull up, like, the satellite photos of it and see exactly if it's a single-story, double apartment. It's a... Uh, it's a house in a neighborhood, a single-story uh, house uh, in a neighborhood. It's on a corner. It's got a couple of trees uh, around it, but but that's. Uh, is it in Half Moon? Yes. Does Benjamin Hell live in Half Moon? And where where is his hidden treasures? Time, <clears throat> timeless treasures. Timeless treasures. We don't know. No. Can I, I imagine I, a, a mall kiosk? If they're uh, shipping, it could be anywhere in the world. Yeah, you can I do a another computer? See if I can, you sure. know, quickly see if I can find. Sure. Yeah. Sorry, I thought Timeless Treasures was in that town. That's what kind of thing. Well, apparently it is not on uh, the internet. Yeah, you you are unable to find. You you actually find like four or five. Um, there's one in Rochester, Minnesota. One in Jacksonville, Florida. One in Dallas, Texas. Uh, one in Oregon somewhere, but none in uh, New York. Okay. Or any of the surrounding right. states. Um, I, I go over to Sue's and I say, um, excuse me, Miss uh, Fen Freckley. Freckley. Miss Freckley. Yes. Um, the evidence that we're, that the detectives are looking for, uh, do you have access to the, the CCTV footage? Uh, yeah, if if you want it, it's uh, it's in my office. Uh, there's a, like a, some recorder. I I don't know how to use it. It just kind of works on its own. I have uh, it. But but yeah, just go go do what you need. Um, I'll be out here if you need if you need anything. Thank you very much. She's like frantically just going around. You know, um, you know she every once in a while you see her kind of looking out at the uh, starting to grow crowd in in the lobby. Okay. Thank you very um, much. Those are, those of you in in the back of the store, uh, or sorry, at the, at the watching the back, yep. really not seeing anything. Um, there's really no activity there, and even the ones at the front, you just see, you know, there's probably about eight, between uh, eight or ten people uh, kind of in the lobby now, waiting to get in. 
As we go to scrub the camera footage, maybe uh, Deep Blue, can you pull up a DMV picture of Benjamin Hale so we can match it to the person that we find picking up the package? This. Uh, well, this is uh, probably I could I could easily do that. Well, let's see if you're successful. <laughs> I got I got a third three, so I got a critical oh, success. Yeah. So you, uh, this was for Benjamin Hale, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you you find just a ton of social media accounts related to to this guy, and um, he's a uh, kind of a tall, wiry guy, blonde hair, uh, about early thirties maybe, um, and you just find there's just a lot of activity on his accounts until about six months ago. Um, when he just kind of drops off the internet, um, there's no reason given, um, just you know, just no activity on, on any of his social media accounts. Um, what's his uh, What's his profession? Can we tell by? Uh, you don't think he actually has a profession, and in fact, you know, from looking at it, you kind of uh, figure out that you know he maybe he inherited some money or something like that. Uh, you know, a modern day version of a dilettante, essentially. Is he? Um, uh, uh, in his social media and his whatever you're finding, is he a collector of uh, religious artwork? You don't see anything along those lines in uh, his social media accounts. Yeah. Nothing accompanying trust fund, maybe. What was that? Sorry, it's a trust fund, maybe. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Um, Nothing occult related. Not, not that you can tell. Um, actually, uh, Deep Blue, go ahead and give me another computer use roll. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Obviously, I got a twenty. Okay. You. Uh, it, it's going to take you another like fifteen minutes or so to kind of dig all of this up because you have to kind of correlate his user IDs and, and figure out you know what you know <coughs> who who he is on all the various forums. But eventually, you do find a couple postings that are a couple years old on some. Uh, cult or supernatural forums where he's kind of uh it seems like he at that point in time and again this was a couple years ago uh he's kind of asking a lot of questions which um seem kind of uh newbie-ish just kind of basic questions hunting around for information some people are even kind of poking fun at him you know telling him to go look on wikipedia for the answers uh but but after that he kind of drops off those even he yeah you don't see any postings on any of those for at least a year but while that's going on, um, the three agents inside uh, are going. Uh, you go into the office to start looking at the, uh, the camera footage. Yeah. So you start looking at the uh, camera footage, and you go back as far as you can. And unfortunately, there are only two days worth of uh, footage there. It kind of re-records over itself. It's like a hard drive uh, on it, um, and it records mm. twenty-four hours a day. But it overwrites itself after about two days worth. Shit. Security places. You think why, security would be better? Why we're in the office, it's an opportunity maybe to look and see if there's an obvious staff records for uh, Harold as well. Well, I was just hoping to find his address, but we got yeah. deep blues, so true. Um, we can do it. Just see. Uh, you do find a uh, in one of the desk drawers in uh, Susan's desk uh, are the personnel files. 
um, which has uh, Harold's uh, address on it. Uh, it's the same one that Corey or uh, Deep Blue found. Um, yeah, Deep Blue. Nothing unusual at all about uh, like uh, salaries or anything uh, weird about his. You, you do uh, note that there have been a, a couple of complaints uh, against him by uh, both uh, Mitchell and uh, Susan and a couple other workers who have since transferred out. Uh, they are uh, basically complaining about his, um, it boils down to outbursts uh, by him, um, close to violent outbursts uh, that's kind of, he doesn't you know officially get written up uh, by them. He gets a lot of uh, warnings He's a postal worker. <laughs> exactly. They should make him an inspector. Then he'd have a gun. Okay, well, um, we've got two addresses, guys. We've got Harold's and we've got Benjamin's. Well, I'm not sure that we should hassle Harold at all. He's just an employee. But if if Benjamin doesn't turn up anything, then I don't know. We've got enough people. We can split up. How long has Nixon been missing? About a couple days. Yeah, about a couple of days. She said. Does that line up with the pickup date of the package? It does actually. Yes. <clears throat> Could, would we see in the uh, delivery history that Olive found was the package signed out by Hale? It does not show that it was signed out by anybody, just that it would, had been put into the P.O. box and that it was uh, delivered. This is basically a notification that says that they received it and it was picked up. Nothing else. Any indication from, uh, from Nixon's uh, file that he might be a thief? You don't get any indication uh, about that uh, written in the file. How about if I imply... Uh... Uh, uh, human intelligence psychology to see if he seems like he might be the type. That well, it definitely seems unstable if he was prone to outbursts, anger issues. He could have uh, he could have decided to take a package thing and something valuable was hidden there, and then knew he was in trouble, so never returned to work. So he may, he may have it, or tried to or tried to sell it. Some uh, old Russian iconography is very. Very collectible, very expensive. Um, well, we've got. Did some I miss something? What happened to the CCT for it? That was that a bust? That yeah, it was a fail. It was. It only goes back two days. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. So, gentlemen, I think we've got everything that we we can get here. Um, shall we leave? I'll thank everybody for their assistance and. And uh, they, you know, Susan just kind of says, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm sorry that we're so busy. Just if you need anything else, come back. Uh, and Mitchell is just kind of off doing his, you know, own thing. In fact, as you're leaving, he's he's hesitantly going up to the front and starting to unlock the, the door. Okay. So we're going to go back out the back door. Okay. That's less disruptive. Okay. All right. So I, I sort of give the all clear. I say, uh, you know, let's all reconvene at the Denny's across the street <laughs> or something like that. I could use a grand slam or some moons it's, over Miami. Yep, it's it's 9 a.m. They are 
buzzing with actually they're they're starting to hit the end of their um, lunch rush or a breakfast rush. So yeah, you you all easily get a table. Can we uh, can we get a table in the back where there's you know a little bit of privacy? Yeah. Right. Yeah, the waitress uh, brings over just kind of like a, a carafe of water for everybody to just kind of split, so she doesn't have to pour it each all over the place. And you know, brings everybody you know coffee or whatever you order, and takes all mm -hmm. of your orders, and then um, leaves you alone while she waits for the the things to cook. All right, gentlemen, uh, where should we go on this? Definitely check out Mr. Benjamin. Uh, uh, Hale. Benjamin Hale. Hale. Yeah, we should go to Benny's house and stomp his guts out. If he doesn't tell us where the thing is, I say we go to Harry's house, stomp his guts out. And then um, I think we'll probably get the end of this this milk, milk, milk run. Well, I think at this point we we can probably safely split up in the interest of trying to save time. If if the artifact is out in the wild uh, before it changes hands or is uh, stolen or sold again, now we're we're kind of on the clock. Um. So Harry or uh, Ben, who wants to go? Just so you know, I I tell you all the information I find. You know, so. The websites and all that stuff. Yeah, we're all we're all listening all the time. Um, I, I want I want to be part of the team on Ben because if he's got a, an occult interest, that's my speciality. I'm wondering if it's a good idea if we split up, though. I mean, what happens if some shit goes down with some occult members, and you know, then, they got a team of eight, and you got three guys. Then, then we deal with it the way we always deal with it. The thing is, is it. You can't have seven people walk up to your front door and knock. It's that's crazy. Yeah. Plus, there's more than you know. There's more than enough heavy hitters between us to yeah help to let, defend ourselves from a couple postal workers. Let's have some right. military in each team. Um, I I'll take Ben. I'm partial um, to Ben myself. He seems like uh, my kind of guy. Yeah, well, I, th I think for the record, I'll, I'm against splitting up. So, but if that's where you're well, always against usually, splitting up. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm okay with. I don't usually like splitting up, but we're kind of on a, the clock here. Blue. So I, let, say, me, let me ask this: Why? What suspicions do we have that Harold has it? None. So why don't we just go to Benjamin and get it? Because seven people showing up at Benjamin's is going to look ridiculous. Well, again, like the post office, we don't all have to go up to the front door. Well, the uh, also Harold did did stop coming to work at the same time that package was evidently picked up, and we have no reason to believe that that Benjamin necessarily picked it up. No, it's a bit of a stretch when it comes to. Well, well, they're they're both credible. It just seems more efficient splitting up because otherwise we take twice as long to find out something that might be nothing. Yeah, like like I said, uh, if the, if this was if this was kind of like you know a not really urgent, then I would say let's go as you know one group, not all go in front of this door, but you know blue. But since I think I think you should stay somewhere central 
connected to the internet and everything you need to be connected to. And then you're connected to all of us via our comm links. And so you don't need to go where we're going. You just, you're, you're actually where we both are at the hotel via this. Cause we need you to give us information when we ask, what do you think? So is it possible? If you got the type of skills you could hack, uh, their phones, find out where they're located via their GPS. Give me, I could, I can easily do that. Might you can try? Oh, Might be hard to do. Well, like I said, I can try. It's I'm not, I'm not usually a hacker, but it shouldn't be that hard to do. Well, I hope. So I'm for Ben. Who else is going to Ben's? Let's, let's just let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Are we are we gonna are we gonna split up or not? Yes. Yes, let's split up. I'll take Harold. I say no. How how long roughly do we got? We we don't know that. Yeah. No, how long would it take to hack the phones? I think we need to retrieve the icon right? because going if we want to find them, we need to find out where their phones are. You know what I mean? Like, going to their house is fine and dandy, but they could have the book on their purse and be wasted. So how long would it take to hack the phones? All, all I need all right. I need is just, you know... We don't need to be here while he's hacking the phones. And no. I agree, but we need to know where we're going. So how long does it take to hack the phone? I don't know. Well, just go. You can, you can change direction when you're in your car. All um, I... I don't. I. I would say probably least, as long as they get the. You know, I could probably do it right away. But in like five minutes, because if it's five minutes, minutes just unhack that shit, and then we'll go in the right direction. It, it would probably take him. You know, deeply. You think it would probably take you. You know, your best guess, twenty to thirty minutes. Since you don't have, you know, access right now into it, you're not plugged into, you know, a cell tower or anything like that. And how far are both in Ben so, and Carol's house? Uh, Benjamin's uh, address uh, is about 10 minutes north of where you're at, a 10-minute drive north. Uh, Harold's house is about 15 minutes south. All right, let's hit the houses then. Yeah, like I said, uh, as long as long as I can get you know some uh, visual, I can I can be the best help for you in the hotel room. Okay, just do it. Let's go. Okay. All right. Um, so, you know, some of you are going to Benjamin's house. Some of you are going to Harold's house. Who's going to where? Ben. 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 Harold. Okay. Um, so you should you should be on Harold's team, right? Because you're a heavy hitter. Right, so what was your question, Josh? Oh, I was saying that uh, Vasil, you're a heavy hitter, right? Jason Muldoon. So we should be separated, right? Like you should yeah, be cover their separated ass. because we both close fire support specialist, as I understand. Yeah. All right, so I'll go with Team Ben. You go with Team Harold. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. I um, give him a high five. Yeah. Okay. So, 
As, as you're going, uh, Deep Blue, go ahead and give me another computer just roll. Where's Hammer going? Uh, from the sounds of it, there's only two people going to Harold, so I'll go with Harold's team. What what am I rolling? Computer use. Okay. See if you uh, were able to get in. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, so you seven? Yeah, I did. So along the way to whichever one you're going to, um, you you find uh, you're able to track uh, Benjamin's cell phone. Uh, it's located from the area surrounding his house. It's not an exact uh, search or exact location. Uh, however, you cannot find a cell phone for Harold Nixon. Um, the so the ones who are going to Benjamin's house, you get there first, or Benjamin's apartment, you get there first because it's uh, just about five minutes closer. Uh, you get there and it's an apartment building. It's probably about twelve stories high, uh, and uh, yeah, there's a bunch of cars in it in the uh, in in the yeah. parking lot. Uh, two uh, front lobby doors, uh, and uh, that's about it. Do you guys find it? Odd that the uh, the antique collector uh, is uh, living in an apartment. Yeah, it's a bit strange. Maybe and, he's and the, and the and the postal worker lives in a house. That seems odd. So, well, we, do we have we? It's ten B, thirty four twenty two. We got the right address. So. Let's let's go up to ten B. What are we gonna say? What's our cover story? Who are we? For this guy? I don't know. I say we just kill him. <laughs> I... him. Take a serious pill. <laughs> I'm totally I have one right here. Just serious. murder this guy and be done with it. You stay at the car. <laughs> All right, I won't murder him unless you tell me to murder him. But that is a hard suggestion. You cast my you, suggestion. You are, you are losing suggestion. your privilege to come up with it. With I'm going. And I'm bringing Greta with me. All right. Okay. Stop. Uh, we are from the post office, obviously, and we are there. There seems to have been some discrepancy at the post office, and we want to check on. Yeah. Something. Okay. Yeah, we've got our badges. Uh, before we do that, could I just uh, get in touch with Deep Blue and ask if he can find out if the guy's got a car, what registration it is, in terms of if we see his vehicle around? Yeah, you, you're easily able to find that. Uh, it's a uh, 2012 um, Hyundai Sonata. Do, do we see one of them sitting about? You do. You do. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, let, let's go for it. You go in the front door. You you go up. Actually, um, uh, Agent Ty, did you leave any uh, like cards or anything like that with uh, the post office? Oh no. Okay. Right. There's um, no, as far as I know, they have no idea who I am. Okay. Cool. Uh, the so you guys go up the uh, elevator, um, get to the tenth floor, opens up into this very long hallway. Uh, Kind of go, it kind of goes and then it kind of shoots around the corner. The the, the building is almost in like a, a big L shape, um, and you kind of go down the hall, make a right down the hall, and uh, the second door from the end is uh, what did I say? It was ten B that he was 10B. in. Yeah. 10B. So there's only what maybe four rooms on this. No, no, there's rooms. there's probably 
there's probably eight or uh, there's about ten apartments on in the okay. floor on each floor. All right, so this is and, ten. And these are by no means luxury apartments, right? No, it's no, strange not. that someone with so much money would have a shit. Yeah, apartment. they're not. You know, they're not luxury apartments, but they're also not slums. Um, okay. So, so and knock um, on the door. Uh, you knock on the door. You hear some some movement on the other side, uh, and you can kind of see uh, in the peephole. You know, you can kind of see where it goes dark, mm -hmm. and you hear a voice on the other side that, "Yeah, uh, what what do you want?" Uh, we're with the post office. We need to speak with you for a moment. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I'm having enough trouble with the post office right now. Uh, no thanks. Well, that's why we're here. Uh, yeah. Look, I mean, well, what do you want? How do I know you're with the post office? Uh -huh. I sort of hold up my badge. I have a badge. Uh, I think anybody could have gotten that badge. That, that doesn't look real. Is that made of plastic? Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Benjamin I kick Hale? the door open when I know that he's looking through the hole. No, you don't. <laughs> so to hit him in the head. I'd have to knock you out before I'd let you do that. Um. Uh, sir, uh, can we talk, please? Can I use a persuade roll? Uh, sure, go ahead. I have a very high persuade. <laughs> I am a very aggressive guy. Sorry. Uh, I got 63, but I've got a 70 in persuade. So you, you hear him go, uh, you know, look, I'm you know, even, you know, even though you're very persuasive, um, he, uh, goes, uh, you know, look, I, you know, I don't know what you guys are trying to pull. Uh, you've already, you know, taken my stuff. I know you're trying to get more of it. You know, just forget it. Forget it. Who, who took your stuff, sir? You don't, uh, hear any other response. In fact, all of you who are up there, give me an alertness roll. Uh, 19. Yes. I just made it. I failed. I got an 80. I got a 79. So those who made it, um, he, when uh, Agent Ty uh, says this, uh, he, you don't hear uh, anything for a second. Um, and then you can kind of hear this low chanting coming from somewhere in the apartment beyond. In the apartment? Yes. Okay, Brock, do your stuff. Yeah, bro, right, do your I, stuff. Bro. Yeah, I kicked the door down. Right, give me a uh, strength roll. My uh, my gun drawn, uh, times five like I did before. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, All right, it's, I mean, it's usually a times five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, I just made it then. All right, you you kick the door. Um, you you bust through the the lock. Um, how much did you make it by? Uh, like ten. Okay. I, uh, I got a. Uh, 55 i think let me see i got i got a 40 so i i know that's under what i have okay the the door kind of flies open um there were there was a uh, one of the chain locks on it but you you just kind of bust through it um the apartment beyond is just first you guys are just hit with this uh the smell um in fact all of you everybody uh who's there make a constitution roll uh because the the smell hits you. Um, I feel just, badly. I passed. It, all right, it smells like uh, sweat and human waste and just other things you don't even want to think about what it is. And if you fail, it, you kind of 
you kind of get knocked back a little bit. So you're not going to be able to rush in right away. Um, but you see that there, the, the apartment beyond is just a complete disaster. There is uh, just clothes and uh, trash everywhere. There's burnt candles um, uh, all over the place. Uh, books scattered everywhere. Uh, it's very obvious to you that he hasn't been taking uh, care of himself uh, or, you know, at least, you know, um, uh, sanity wise. I assume we go in commando style, you know, with our guns, just in case he's hiding around a corner with a shotgun or I'm not wearing underwear. If that's what you meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> the, uh, you, you go in, you know, you, you get into the, the first room. Like I said, you see, you know, all this trash and, and books everywhere. You see a laptop, uh, lying on uh, a table to the side, uh, and, there's a kitchen right away that you see right away, and then you see a bedroom door uh, or a small hallway that leads to a bathroom because that's opened, and then another door which is closed. Okay. Um, We're very I, quickly I, I, looking for him. I basically say, I know this is where you're in kind of like a really fast thing, like, hey, make sure you bring the laptop with you. Okay. Why would the guy in the only place he oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's okay. Um, while we're going into the apartment, I'm hanging back and I'm just going to report back everything that's going on uh, right. for the rest of the team. Okay. Um, you go and uh, you know the only place where he could be is the uh, um, the the room that's that locked uh, or the, the room that's closed. Uh, give me uh, another alertness roll. Okay. Oh, 09. Right. Nice. Right. Uh, did uh, Brock make it? Yeah, I did. 68. Right. So you guys start moving forward. Uh, Agent John, the, you're, you're kind of hanging back a little bit. The uh, As you get close to the door, you hear the chanting stop. And then you hear like an oozing, like liquidy oozing uh, sound coming from the other side of the door. Anybody familiar with... Uh... Uzi guys? I don't know. Uh, kick the door down. You, you sure? Yeah, we you, need to get in there and stop him from whatever. Stand in front. Get ready to kick the door. Give me a. Is there dodge in this? Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, was going to put a bullet through the door before I kicked it down. That was kind of my plan. But, <laughs> but Agent Ty just kind of steps in front of there, goes to kick it. Uh, uh, Agent Ty, give me a dodge roll. Uh, 49 out of 50. I right as you're about to kick the door, you, there's just some instinct uh, that causes you to decide to get out of the way, and you dive to the side, and, and you're glad you did, because as soon as that happens, the door explodes outward into the hallway. Um, everybody, give me sanity checks. Okay. <laughs> I guess I guess I'm safe. So I don't have to roll anything. Yeah, it's only if you're in in the room. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I I made it by five. All right, if uh, if you make it, everybody made it. Yeah. Yeah, I got so, Yeah, you only lose one sanity as this flowing uh, blackish mass comes immediately out of the uh, the doorway. Um, it, it's really, you can't even really explain it. It almost looks like this, uh, almost like blackish blob. It, it's constantly moving, um, 
forming around uh, anything that it touches. It hits the, the side of the hallway. Um, uh, Agent Ty, give me a luck roll to see if you dove back towards your uh, fellow agents or you dove the uh, opposite Ooh. way down the hallway. 28. So right, I which, passed, but not an extreme. Right. Which way did you want to go? Uh, out. Out, out of the I have my, uh, my gun so, drawn. So, Can I take right. a shot and I'm at trying it? To, I'm trying to kind of grab them as I'm going. Okay. So you, so you dive towards the other agents. Um, as this thing comes in, uh, yeah, uh, Brock uh, and actually um, uh, John, you can both uh, fire if you'd like um, because uh, th this thing was uh, – you had your guns ready and drawn. Yeah, I got I mean, it's like a big amoeba thing, like the blob. It, essentially, it, and it fills up probably three-quarters of, the, of the, the hall in front of you. She was – what what's uh, the is is there a base uh, shooting in this for firearms? Yeah, it's just yeah. firearms. The base firearms. Yeah, is okay. It's twenty. Twenty. Yes. Well, I failed with a seventy-seven. Uh, yeah, you, that's a, in fact a critical failure. Um, your your gun uh, jams, so it's going to take you a round of purposely trying to fix it in order to unjam it. Uh, Brock, did you make it? I did. Okay, go ahead and roll damage. Just get the okay. hell out. How much? I'm sorry. Um, I got to roll my damage right now. Yeah. All right. And I'm pretty sure it's 1d10 plus something. Let me see here. 1d10 plus 1d6 plus 3. What is it that you're shooting? Desert Eagle, baby. You carry a Desert Eagle in here? <laughs> So that's four, six, ten plus three, thirteen points of damage. You, uh, you let off, uh, you know, your shot. You know, everybody just hears this loud, you know, bang as the Desert Eagle fires. The you see the bullet uh, hit directly into this thing, um, and you can see the bullet kind of absorb. In fact, where it hits it, you see like these vibration. Uh, Vibrations go out from where it is, uh, and then the where the hole was it just kind of sucks back up, and the thing continues to move uh, towards you. Get oh, out! Get out! Everybody, get out! Yeah, we run, <laughs> run, 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 run. Uh, what are you guys' decks? I got athletics. I don't know if that matters. I do too. When a, what, uh, just tell me what the dex values are. Your dex. Oh, my uh, dex. dex is ten. Okay. Uh, 50, 55. Oh, okay. I, yeah, times five. <laughs> and my athletics is 62. 50%. Yeah. Um, so this thing uh, comes uh, right at you, uh, coming down. Everybody just starts scrambling away, trying to get out of the apartment as fast as possible. Uh, Tom, or Agent Ty, you're the first one that's there. Um, so uh, unfortunately, uh, it, it comes right at you. Uh, okay. You feel one of these, um, everybody else, you know, who's looking sees it shoot out almost this like a uh, tentacle, this very thin tentacle that hits you right in the leg. Uh, does, uh, go ahead and roll a uh, D6 um, as uh, it, it hits you. Three. All right. Uh, it hits you right in the leg. It, it doesn't wrap around you, but uh, 
immediately, you know, it slices through your, your suit pants and you, you start bleeding out, uh, start bleeding on your leg. Moving to the, uh, the group now that's uh, going to um, uh, Harold Nixon's house. Uh, you, it takes you a little bit longer to get there. If we, if we would hear that, if we're calmed up and we hear that there's combat happening, if we hear what's happening at the other location, it seems like we yeah. would, we'd make our way there post haste, right? Right, but I'll tell you when that happens. Because okay. you both kind of left at the same time. Um, so you, you head towards, uh, so correct me if I'm wrong, it's going to be uh, Jafar, uh, Agent Hammer, uh, uh, Agent Olive, and Deep Blue, correct? Or Deep Blue is at the hotel, I believe. Deep Blue at the hotel. Okay, all right. So you guys uh, get to Harold Nixon's house. His house is uh, just this one-story uh, house on a corner in a nice little neighborhood. There's a lot of like nice little uh, family homes around. Uh, you you get to his uh, house though, uh, and you can tell the lawn hasn't been mowed in a couple of weeks. Uh, it's overgrown. Uh, there are shrubs out in front that are dying because they haven't been taken care of. There's, there's a, a flower garden uh, that's just completely overgrown with weeds. Where are you, where are you guys gonna park? You're, you're in a residential neighborhood. Yeah, front yard. I think our cover here is pretty easy, right? He's a postal employee. We're postal inspectors. We're checking up on him uh, because we heard he hasn't reported to work, and uh, also the reports of his misconduct, uh, as well as to investigate the reported theft of a package that happened at the same time that he stopped coming to work. Okay. Um, so you're just gonna walk up to the front door and, and knock and. Go from there. Why not? I okay. think it's a little bit reasonable. Is there a car in the driveway? Uh, there is not, but there's also a garage. It does not have a window, though, that you can see in. Uh, so you uh, walk up to the door, uh, knock or, or, or ring the doorbell. Unless one of us want to hang back just to, to, as a secondary cover. I was going to say, why don't you two go to the door and I'll make my way towards the back so I can see in case somebody runs out the back door. Yeah, just cover from the both sides. I'll get with the olive to cover here and the station. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, say that again. You were, you were kind of fading in and out for me a little bit. What is Jafar doing again? I am follow Agent Olive to cover her. Okay. To the front door. Okay. Okay. Uh, you go uh, knock on the front door, and there's no answer. You, you ring the doorbell uh, a couple times, no answer. Call out, Mr. Nixon, are you home? Is anyone home? You hear nothing. Okay. Is the door locked? Uh, you try it. Yes, it is locked. Um, can we look through, is there um, a solid front door? Is there a window on the door? Is there windows that we could, without drawing too much attention from the front, look in? If not, maybe we'll make our way around back. There is a solid front door. Um, yeah, the front door is solid, but uh, there are windows around the house. Um, are you going to go maybe all the way around the house? Or? Sorry, say that again? Maybe one of the windows is open, just wanted to look at it, and uh, but I'm not going to get in by now. 
Okay. Just checking. Uh, you kind of go around the, the, get to the back of the house, you know, trying the windows, looking in. And, and each window that you look in, um, you don't see anybody inside. Uh, the, you get around to the back and you do find that the kitchen window, which is probably like a half size window, uh, you find that it is open. Is there any uh, sign of um, furniture turned over or any, anything out of the ordinary? Uh, should we roll alertness to... Go ahead and roll. In, go ahead and roll uh, alertness. Okay, I failed. <clears throat> I have passed. Okay. Um, you you don't see anything. Um, you look inside. You uh, all you see is um, the apartment looks like it's. Uh, or I'm sorry, the house looks like it's a. Uh, Bachelor's house. Uh, you see a lot of dirty dishes. Uh, just nothing really put away. Um, but at least looking in where you where you've seen, you, you don't really see anything. Okay. I'll call it again. Hello, Mr. Mr. Nixon. Is anyone home? Uh, you hear no response. Okay. Uh, I'd like to, to try to get inside while no one on street is watching and open the back door or the front door from the inside of the house to let the guys in. Okay. I think the back door will be better. Everyone okay. agree? Yes. Okay. You uh, you go through there. Um, it's pretty easy. You know, you you've got time. There, there's you you're doing it as you know, stealthily as you can. You don't see any neighbors looking out or anything like that. So you're able to get in, unlock the back door uh, without an issue. Um, you find yourself uh, as everybody comes in. You find yourself in a uh, kitchen. Mm -hmm. uh, and in front of that, uh, you see a living room, uh, leads like directly into the living room. Uh, you do see a number of um, uh, empty boxes in the corner of the kitchen. It's a post office boxes, like uh, the parcels. And, you go and look at them, and yes, they are uh, parcels uh, from the post office. Uh, they are all uh, addressed to uh, different people that are not Harold Nixon. I see, but first of all, I'd like to let the other guys inside to cover me and we watch with this, look, look all this together. I don't want to be a sole hero. Yeah. Now I know where all my fucking lost mail is. <laughs> <laughs> You're not there. <laughs> this fucking guy's house. So if uh, if he can let us in, then, you know, as, as we make our way in, we'll, we'll call out again just to kind of announce ourselves as postal inspector so we don't kind of catch anybody by surprise if anyone is at home um you don't uh hear anything um well actually give me a uh everybody give me alertness rolls i mean i made it if, if you make it you you hear um you don't hear uh anybody in the house but you hear what sounds like a, a radio you, you'll hear like a voice like a radio type voice then static uh, and then, you know, maybe a couple of seconds later, another voice. Okay. Maybe then I will signal for like a tactical spread out to, to try and clear the house. Okay. Okay. Two story um, so, house? So, say that again? Sorry, is it a two story house? No, just a one story. Okay. Um, so we, we'll, we entered in through the back door into the kitchen. Right. Uh, the kitchen leads directly into the living room, uh, so you all are able to go into that. 
the living room is just kind of um, a complete, just like the, the kitchen was, it, it's pretty messy. Uh, go ahead and everybody give me search rolls as you clear this room. I get 99 and I critically failed. You are actually going through and you trip over the table and uh, kind of knock something off of the, the, you knock a lamp off of a side uh, table and break it. Quiet. So I, I, I make a sign that we are here. And if anyone here, you know it already. Uh, and, uh, Agent Hammer and Agent Olive make it? Yes, pass. pass. So uh, in the living room, you can see more opened mail packages, uh, but there's like a uh, coffee table in the middle of the room. And uh, on the table are a, uh, is a uh, box, uh, another box just kind of sitting there open. Um, and you look, uh, you're able to see that it was addressed to Benjamin Hale. However, it is empty. I think maybe before we start do a closer inspection of any packages or anything like that. Maybe we do a, a quick sweep of the house, make sure there's no one inside. Okay. I agree. What's the uh, smell inside the rooms? What's the smell? Yeah, what it smells inside. Um, it smells, uh, I mean, you don't smell anything unusual. It, it kind of just smells of, you catch the, the okay, smell of old pizza. Pizza pockets and sadness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you start, uh, uh, heading down the hallway, um, pass by the first room, which is a bathroom. It's empty. You go into uh, his bedroom. Uh, in the bedroom, you you, you immediately see a, a couple things. First is a um, an old like uh, desktop computer, Dell desktop computer that's turned on. Uh, it's got a screensaver on. Um, you also see a um, uh, right next to the computer are uh, Photos uh, uh, of a number of postal employees. Um, remind me, did uh, Agent Olive, you went into the uh, post office, correct? Yes. Um, you recognize the uh, postal employees in there um, as uh, Susan Freckley and Mitchell, um, but you really only recognize them from their bodies because their faces have been scratched and blacked out. Is there pictures hanging on the wall? No, they're they're just kind of like scattered all over the uh, the desk that the computer is on. Um, then uh, Agent Hammer, um, give me a, a search roll. Oh uh, no, failed that one. All right. Um, so you 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 also uh, hear that this is the uh, the source of the sound that you were hearing. There is kind of like a uh, police band radio that's in in the room as well that you know is picking up the local police chatter so kitchen's clear living room's clear bedroom uh, the, and bathroom probably yeah uh, the bedroom uh you know everybody else can give me search rolls uh because the house seems clear right now Fail. Uh, all right all right so uh Agent Olive uh, and Jafar, you, you're, you're looking around. Um, Agent Olive, you open up the uh, closet uh, to check it out. Um, you see a couple postal employee uniforms. You see a um, uh, some other you know clothes hanging up, and then you see uh, a gun safe. Uh, the gun safe is opened. It is empty except for a box of shotgun shells, um, an empty box of shotgun shells that are lying on the ground. 
No shotgun. No shotgun. Eek. At this point, two things happen for, for everybody that's in there. And actually, Deep Blue, you can hear this as well because you're, you're hearing it over the comms. First, the uh, the police uh, the, the police scanner kind of uh, picks up and you hear a woman um, call out to all available units, uh, head to the post office. There are reports of uh, shotgun fire. And then you hear Agent Ty just start to scream, run, run, and you hear this big explosion uh, over the comms uh, as the creature bursts out of the room across town where they are at. And this is where we're going to stop it for tonight. Awesome. Well, that was fun. Thanks, thanks for, uh, thanks for uh, letting me play. Appreciate it. Yeah, really an interesting story. So we'll, we'll pick this yeah. up again in two weeks. Our players included Jeff Wilkins, Vasil Kizniak, uh, Corey Highstead, Kirk Blanc, Ken Trench, Jos uh, Joshua Morrow, myself, and Tyler Hudak as Keeper of the Secrets. Our musical intro, Faster Does It, was composed by, Ken Le uh, by Kevin McLeod, sorry, and is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Patrons of our show can now enjoy recordings of our pre- and post-game conversations. Some of the funniest and most interesting stuff occurs before and after the show. To find those shows on our site, look for the playlist entitled Stuff We Say. Uh, we post them after about three months. If you would like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month will help us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.